Welcome to the Mighty Rip Podcast, hosted by Dave DeBah. As always, the Mighty Rip Podcast is coming to you live from the super plush Mighty Rip Broadcast Studios in the heart of Silicon Valley. Now, to the host that can't stop ripping on players, coaches, and bad front office management, Dave DeBah. Coming up on the Mighty Rip Pod, we take a look at why Peyton Manning should give up on trying to become a general manager of some scrub National Football League team and essentially just move into the Monday Night Football play-by-play booth. Plus, we will explore why the Rams are not paying Todd Gurley. All of that, and trust me, a whole lot more coming up on the Mighty Rip Pod today. But we begin with Peyton Manning, who really, really, (laughs) a third really, absolutely belongs on Monday Night Football inside the booth. Now, uh, I've got some video from yesterday's press uh, presser, if you will, between Ernie Johnson, Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, and Tom Brady, and you will see why. Peyton Manning, if you just watch this two minutes of this video, you will see exactly why Peyton Manning absolutely deserves <laughs> to be on Monday Night Football. Tell me about your golf game, Peyton. Um... I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll find out. The weather's been a little up and down here in Denver. I was telling Tom it's been snowing uh, some here in Denver uh, in late April and May, so you never know what you're going to get. Uh, I've played the medalist before with Tiger from those Tiger tees, and um old teammate of mine, Brandon Stokely, was with me. Remember that, Tiger? And uh, on the 18th hole, I leaned over to Stokely and asked if I could borrow a ball. I was out of balls. <laughs> By the time I got to 18, and he says, all, he said, all he had was a yellow one left. I was like, I cannot play a yellow ball in front of Tiger Woods. So we're digging like in the marsh, you know, swamp to try to find a, one more ball so I could finish the hole. So I think you saw Tom and I both uh, shaking our heads at the thought of those uh, Tiger tees. But uh, uh, it's a hard course. Uh, Ernie, the course, you know, the tournament had to be in Florida. You know, after Tom's B&E arrest, uh, you know, with the ankle monitor, he couldn't leave the state. Uh, so it had to be in Florida. Uh, Tiger and I talked to the sheriff in Tampa. He's going to be allowed to go to Palm Beach to play. Uh, I'll be honest, I've never played Tom very well on his home turf. And so maybe this is considered a neutral site. And I would have loved to have had this tournament in a place where they don't like Tom very much, Indianapolis, Denver, Boston, you know, after he just betrayed them and broke their hearts. So Palm Beach is the best we can probably do. Uh, look, I think the teams are fair. I think, uh, you know, Phil chose the right partner and Tom together. You know, they have 11 championships. Tiger and I have 17, the way I count it, right, Tiger? You're 15 plus my two. So it's a little closer in the championships with Tiger and Phil being together. But uh, it's a great cause. (laughs) Absolutely priceless is Peyton Manning. I mean, just watching Peyton Manning in this short little, like, two-and-a-half-minute snippet (laughs) uh, go from... Uh, how he played golf with Tiger Woods and his buddy 
and how he uh, purposely didn't want to use a yellow golf ball. And then just a segue straight into uh, ripping on uh, Tom Brady for allegedly breaking and entering into somebody's house in Tampa Bay was absolutely priceless. Look, as you can see in this short little video with Peyton Manning, that he's an absolute ham, <laughs> which is an old term, but he's an absolute ham, meaning that he has just got what it takes to be successful in, I don't know, radio or in television or in the media. I think this whole thing that Peyton Manning wants to go run a National Football League team somewhere and be their general manager and, and help a team win a Super Bowl. Look, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, Peyton. But why not take a year or two to have a little bit of fun sitting inside the Monday night football booth? Look, when I hear Gomer Pyle talk, <laughs> which is Peyton Manning, when I hear Gomer Pyle talk, I immediately think of the legendary Dandy Don Meredith. And I don't know if it's the accent or if it's the delivery, but Peyton Manning has a lot of Dandy Don in him. And I'm telling ESPN right now, if you offered Peyton Manning $20 million and he said no, <laughs> try to go to 22 to see what happens. Look, I just think at least for a year or two, especially with all of the things that we're dealing with off the field now as it relates to the coronavirus pandemic, we absolutely need people to have a big sense of humor. Nobody better in the National Football League today that's um, retired than Peyton Manning. And if you stick him in the Monday Night Football booth with Steve Levy and a couple other people from ESPN, you would be looking at a highly successful Monday Night Football. You'd probably end up beating out the rest of the network's ESPN. So, hey, Mothership, if you're listening to this, and you should be, go ahead and up your ante to get Gomer uh, Pyle uh, Peyton Manning inside the Monday Night Football booth because I absolutely want to hear more stories from Peyton Manning about his time on and off the field. And nothing would be uh, more interesting to a Monday Night Football game that pits the Bengals against the Browns that nobody cares about. And uh, if you add Peyton Manning into the mix, he's the one color analyst in the National Football League that could actually save that game. <laughs> okay. Um, one other quick story I wanted to cover on today's podcast, and that is that is this whole thing. And I, I, I saw this uh, um, a, a couple weeks ago, and, uh, and I thought, okay, uh, I put it on my list of potential stuff to talk about on the Big Mighty Rip Pod. And I thought, well, I'm just going to see how this thing all plays itself out. And this was this was the Todd Gurley story about getting the Los Angeles Rams to actually pay him what he was due. Now, the Rams, as you all know, went ahead and cut him. Uh, Gurley signed a contract literally within like 24 hours with the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are going to pay him like $5 million a year. Gurley at the time was um, owed $7.5 million by the Los Angeles Rams. Now, there's a clause in this contract 
there's a clause in the contract that's sort of the opposite of Santa. <laughs> and this clause basically takes about 2.5 of that 7.5 that was owed away from Gurley. Still, the Los Angeles Rams owe Todd Gurley basically $5 million and they're not paying him. Look, I don't understand what the Rams are doing. So I thought about it. I thought, well, maybe they're out of money. <laughs> maybe they've overspent on SoFi Stadium. Is it possible that the Rams are actually out of money at this point? And so I went back and I looked. I looked at SoFi Stadium and I said, okay, what was the original, what was the original cost going to be at SoFi Stadium? Now, it depends when you look at it, but if you look at like the basic time that the stadium was actually greenlit by the National Football League, you are looking at between $1.5 and $2 billion to build SoFi Stadium. Okay, now, do you want to know, uh, like me, where they're at with regards to that $2 basically billion dollar budget as we stand here in 2020 with SoFi Stadium getting ready to open to uh, uh, getting ready to open at some point in the next three or four months. The number that I saw published was just under five billion dollars. <laughs> they basically owe Todd Gurley a penny <laughs> compared to what they've spent on SoFi Stadium. They've spent literally $5 billion to get that stadium done. Now, to be clear, it's, it's not just on seats. It's infrastructure in and around the stadium as well as the whole complex that they're building. But $5 billion and you can't pay Todd Gurley the $5 million bucks that you owe him? I mean, literally that $5 million is, I'm serious, is like a penny compared to what you've spent Los Angeles Rams on building SoFi Stadium. <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, listen, a uh, short podcast today on the Mighty Rip Pod. I want to thank everybody for uh, listening and checking us out. Check out the big website. It's shameless. <laughs> it's shameless plug time. Uh, check out the big website at mighty.rip. Uh, there is a new merch uh, section on, on the site. There's some really cool stuff. Um, there's this really cool Mighty Rip um, uh, spaceman who's uh, snowboarding or surfing. <laughs> you decide. Snowboarding or surfing in uh, outer space. So do check that out. Uh, once again, really appreciate everybody uh, tuning in and listening to the Mighty Rip Pod for the Mighty Rip Pod. I am Dave Dubois, reminding you that sometimes players, coaches, and front office folks make horrifically bad decisions. Bill O'Brien. <laughs> and it's our job as fans to set them straight. Thanks so much for listening to the Mighty Rip Podcast. Make sure to check out Mighty.Rip, where we are covering the latest from the world of sports. This month, we have in-depth coverage of the National Football League Draft, Michael Jordan's return to TV, and the NBA's latest attempts to produce virtual sports. 